Hey everyone, Erica here. Today I wanted to speak about self-exploration and taking risks in life and in business, but life generally. The reason I wanted to talk about this is because you will probably notice that we live in a society that is essentially designed to keep us safe. Uh, We think that we are keeping ourselves safe by leading our lives a certain way. We tend to use our minds a lot. And in so doing, we are able to then follow the structure of our lives in a sort of linear fashion. And so risk-taking doesn't often apply As human beings, we are all on a journey of maturity and growth. And the pace that we progress on each of our journey is ultimately going to be determined by our ability and willingness to grow out of old habits that do not serve us and into better ones. Our habits are sometimes attitudinal by nature. There are some bad attitudes that we may subscribe to unknowingly. They're not just actions or behaviors. Usually these attitudes are born out of the beliefs that we have about ourselves, the world, our parents, how they relate to us, society, how lovable and good we are, and so forth. So these are limiting beliefs, and these limiting beliefs that we subscribe to in life can actually be unlimited by nature. So the irony of life that is, um, one of the questions that we really want to be asking ourselves when it comes to changing our habits our attitudes and taking risks is are we driven by progress or are we driven by safety as most of you already know as a life coach I am committed to seeing my clients and those that I mentor change their lives for the better unfortunately what I have discovered is that until a person wants and is ready to change They will not change. A person will not change until they have taken responsibility for that which is not working and serving them and their life. Irresponsibility breeds disempowerment while responsibility breeds empowerment. And as much as we want people in our lives to change for the better, They have to be willing to take responsibility because we cannot change them for them. And this is the truth. And so when it comes to taking risks as it pertains to change and growth and discovering who you are and why you behave and act the way you do, most people turn away. It is daunting for a lot of people. It is easier to remain glued to one's comfort zone than it is to change. Oftentimes, arrogance and pride is used as a defense mechanism. Growth is an ongoing process. 
Pleasure is not. Life is about making decisions. And sometimes making decisions can be the toughest thing to make in life. In order to make a decision, we have to overcome and move beyond any fears that we have of rejection or of the future or of failure. At any given moment in time, we are going to be motivated into making money or selling our soul for money, making a name for ourselves, impressing people or people pleasing, or motivated to make a difference. When we are motivated to make a difference in life, it becomes very easy to make decisions. So all change starts with making a decision. And when we live a life that is based on speaking our truth and on truth itself and on facts, we are building a strong and stable foundation. See, faith is a principle that is spoken about a lot, especially in religion. I am a big proponent of faith, and faith is always a future-based expectation. Fear, on the other hand, is usually experienced in the present as we look forward to this expectation that we have of the future. So our feelings are very rarely based upon fact. When we are ruled by facts, the facts are that we can accomplish anything that we commit to. We can accomplish anything that we find a right strategy for. When we are governed by feelings, we must remember that feelings come and go. They are not consistent and they are most certainly not reliable. And so when it comes to making decisions, we have to be able to weigh the risks. And as I previously stated, risk is often met with great fear and anxiety. Why is that? Why is risk often met with great fear and anxiety? Well, risk is often met with great fear because by definition, it usually asserts the possibility that there will be loss, harm, or fear. Even the word risk itself inspires fear in a lot of people. And so we forget the truth, which is that we are infinite beings residing in a world of infinite possibilities. Yes, those possibilities may also include the appearance of fear, harm, or loss. However, the appearance of fear, harm, or loss does not equate to their existence because they are illusions. They are not real things. Fear only comes when we separate ourselves from who we are. Harm cannot be done to us unless we put ourselves in the actual way of harm. Even then, the illusion of harm is still just a possibility. We have a choice to remember who it is we are and experience the opposite of the illusion of harm, which in truth 
is the expansive possibilities of love, of sharing, and of unity. When we consciously choose who we want to be, this breaks the hold that fear and anxiety usually has on us. The beautiful thing about being human is that we were placed on this earth so that we may experience the vast amount of possibilities that exist. One of the most challenging life lessons is how to face one's fears. Indeed, our human existence is marked by unpredictability, and so we must learn the importance of conquering our fears as well as the value of persistence. We were provided tools to help with this. We have our minds and our intuition. So how can we navigate this risk using both our mind and our intuition? See, the human brain has convinced us that we need to be safe. It's not very good with risks. So this is coming from a primal place. And our animal counterparts in the wild, they cluster for protection. Their survival depends on overcoming the shadowy dangers and specters of fright. As humans, our primal nature is still looking to continue these unevolved ways of being that's coming from a place of security and safety in terms of being careful and trying to provide for what you think might happen. So taking a lot of precautions. It's a primal fear that has been playing out. And what we need to understand is that we are evolving past this. We are evolving past our primal nature. We do not do a very good job at really rationally and objectively understanding risk. The truth is that we are divine, intelligent, multi-dimensional beings inhabiting a realm of infinite possibilities expressed in probabilities. On this planet, we have the choice of what we want to experience in the presence of infinite possibilities. Our choices reflect the level of faith we have in a certain possibility manifesting in physical existence. So something we truly believe is probable. We begin this choice with our worldview and flow it through our day-to-day acts of who we are. Of course, all of these choices come with risk because we can experience loss, harm, or fear in the process. However, we still choose to live according to this belief, betting against some perceived fear manifesting. This is how our mind and our gut can work together in harmony. And in the grand performance of things, our worldview or perception chooses the role and game we are playing. So yes, we are playing a game of probability, a game of chance reflecting the risk to reward of action through our worldview. And I know this sounds like a lot, but 
stay with me. Why do most people seek safety and security over taking risks and changing themselves? So we have evolved and we no longer need to rely on our primal genetics to lead us into this next phase of humanity, this new paradigm that we are entering. But the brain has not yet recognized this. So it sends chemicals of fear or doubt with our security in mind. It takes a lot of commitment and self-discipline to continue choosing who you want to become. It involves taking risks to prove to your body that you are safe and to prove to your brain that you are safe to live outside of the box that society has placed us into. Our intuition is a powerful guide because it allows us to become more fluid and trusting and moving with the present moment by moment rather than living in this construct of time and space we can come into harmony by learning to relax in the flow of life while also doing what we need to do to provide and fend for ourselves and our families in our community without feeling that we need to constantly be on the lookout or afraid of the other person. This is what we need and what the world needs at this time. This is what our heart yearns for, what humanity desires. And this is a sense of oneness that we can each get to. This is the vision. Of course, this will not happen overnight. Humanity and each individual residing on this planet will need to do their individual work to unpack the traumas and attitudes that are obstacles to getting to this turning point. It takes commitment and effort, and you will need to invest your time and resources into coaches and healers or whatever modality you gravitate to in order to unwind what has been done over the course of many lifetimes. Regardless of our choice to remember or forget, we are always gambling on an outcome of becoming a better version of ourselves versus an outcome that comes with the possibility of not becoming. So, our individual worldview and the way we perceive life plays a huge role on whether or not we will take risks. We tend to put on a defense mode and we put up a wall instead of actually taking the time to assess the behaviors that may be holding us back from getting to where we would like to be. The only true risk is not becoming who we are. We need to remember that by not taking any risks in life, we are limiting ourselves from full expression and expansion. The universe is backing us and we will never lose if we choose to remember who we are. I often tell my clients and myself that we do not lose, we learn. 
When we forget this, this is when we actually begin playing a game of chance and hoping that the will of the universe won't harm you in the process. This can be an entertaining show for some, but a miserable one for others. Risk is identifying your fear, and once you identify it, you can dispel it. If you fail to identify this, you fall for the illusion and judge the appearance of something you may consider a big risk, which might be the fear itself, against the small risk of transcending your actual fear. We do not view them the same because we do not immediately see the results from the small risk, but then the big risk blows back fast. When we are able to zoom out of our limitlessness, the consequences match exactly. Humans are driven to explore. It's in our very nature to go out into the unknown and seek out the reward. Here we are not calculating good or bad, but possible versus impossible. The thing about life is that it can give you strength and it can also crush you. When we are not pursuing any form of improvement or challenge, it can leave us feeling very disempowered and unmotivated. So choosing to take responsibility for our lives, it's powerful. Of course, the first step is simply recognizing that there is a problem. So what that would look like is for someone to take a really good, long, hard, honest look at themselves and at what has happened over the course of many generations. This is where choosing to develop yourself and your outlook on life comes into play. And most people choose not to do this. It is considered too big a risk for them. They do not know how to actually live in community or to find unity with animals or nature because they are in a box that has separated them from others, you know? They go to a nine to five, very structured. Nothing wrong with nine to fives, by the way, but most people are just going through the motions. They do not know how to relate to others. They have not learned how to develop themselves, their attitudes, their survival skills. There's this sense of separation from themselves and others. So this is the unfortunate reality for many people. And this is something that was taken away from them. And so the first step is to realize this and to come back into nature, to disengage from the mind and to come back into a harmonious way of living. We have to become more resilient and not rely so much on systems that are put in place to keep us stuck from actually living. Systems that can be taken down in the blink of an eye. When you accept this, it becomes a little bit easier 
to begin to work on yourself and to take back your power. This is a process that can be emotionally overwhelming, but requires each individual to own up to the truth about who they are and what they are doing here on this planet. This is what the process of self-exploration and self-empowerment and self-development is about. You start by looking within yourself, asking yourself the really hard questions and not expecting a certain outcome, but trusting in the process. You have to be willing to face your reality and accept your current situation and return back to who you are, your spiritual nature. You open your heart back to life and to love. You realize that we are each responsible for the role that we choose to play during our time here. Are you going to be the hero of your own story? Are you going to grow into who you were meant to be? These are questions that we all need to consider. And when you do, as scary as it may sound, you will be presented intelligence that is within your body and it will work on you in your dreams, in the conversations that you have with people. Different messages will pop up in your life. You just need to be willing to look. I was born into struggle, suffering, and hardship. I had to learn to climb my way out of the difficulties of life and the injustices of the systems that took advantage of the vulnerability of people at the bottom. I had to learn to forgive them for the endless levels of greed, manipulation, fear, and control that was imposed upon us. I think a lot of people were born into hardship and a lot of people who are born into hardship often end up going in the opposite direction you know they see the oppression they are not blind to it it takes an incredible amount of mental strength training endurance and resilience to transcend the limitations that are placed upon the marginalized people in society if there is any reason to take risks it's knowing that every act runs the risk of us failing to become who we are. And failing to become who we are would require that we truly die. This is impossible as there is only one way to be dead as manifestations of intelligent substance that we are. And that is to continue to act unintelligently without energy, motivation, and without process. Life must go on with or without you. Energy never stops. It can't because it always vibrates and nothing exists without it. We may believe otherwise in our attempts to act on intelligence, to not act, but we always fail at this. And so struggle and hardship is often necessary. We have the greatest impulse to act when fear is at its highest and when action is at its lowest. While we may experience this impulse as pain or struggle, this is evidence of our continuous becoming and feeling alive. You know, grace is everything. And just because people have done this to others as a human race, 
doesn't mean that grace is not possible. When you are in that deep moment of self-acceptance and deep acceptance of what has been, that is when grace will fall on you and you will be presented with the opportunities, possibilities, and miracles of what can be. What is choice? What is the power of choice? The risk of us not becoming who we need to be is impossible as we have been given free will. Our ability to choose demonstrates this. We are always choosing whether to escape and forget who we are or to remember who we are. So risk, in essence, does not really exist, at least in the way that most people see it. It is an illusion and serves no purpose at all except separating us from our true heart's desires. When we fulfill our desire, this is when we realize that this act of risk-taking is a disguise to show us to ourselves our potential and our capabilities as human beings manifested on this earth plane. With this illusion out of the way, the only choice that remains is what desire we wish to fulfill to demonstrate who we are. The probability is in your favor because it is certain to occur as long as you remember. This does not mean that you make bad choices. As I mentioned earlier, we are always choosing. So we have the ability to choose right or wrong, good or evil, light or dark. There are consequences to all of our actions. It's the same thing as playing with fire. If you put your hand on a hot stove without caution, you will get burnt. Likewise, we must think twice before choosing to engage in certain actions or activities. You can get really injured in the process or even die. So being sober about life and fundamentally about our behaviors and attitudes is very important. If you are choosing to take a certain risk, why is that? What do you hope to get out of it? Certain risks will require more than just the conventional thrill-seeking. There is a satisfaction that arises from actually putting in the effort and doing something well instead of just seeking pleasure or instant gratification. Life in itself is a risk, so not taking any risks is worse than not being alive. I'm going to repeat that. Life in itself is a risk. So not taking any risks is worse than not being alive. Everything is a miracle. I am and you are the clearest example of this because you are the manifestation of an infinite number of improbable events to be here right now as you appear to yourself and the world. 
the odds of your physical being manifesting are one in 400 trillion and ignores all that allow these odds to occur. Yet here you are existing as you are even when the odds are stacked against you. The same happens for all of us. We are many of infinite examples that render exploration of risk-taking and probabilities useless. Denying this miracle is the only thing that allows us to view risk as being something real and tangible and probability as a mechanism to inspire behavior of beingness or aliveness, not realizing that this thought itself is risky because this causes many people to either live on extremes or not take any risks at all. Not remembering who we are is risky. This is the only way for risk to exist, by forgetting or pretending to be someone we are not. So the greatest risk that has been taken by the universe is for you to be here right now at this particular moment. Given all this, you should see how special you are. Your life is not an accident. Everything that has happened, happened in perfect order for you to remember with every choice you make. Anything that you imagine as risky is less risky than every act that led you to being here to imagine that. You are here to experience being your true self, your infinite self. The biggest rewards with choosing to embark on a journey of self-discovery and exploration is that there is a deep satisfaction that arises from the process. It is very satisfying to know that you have put in a lot of effort into something and that you eventually get some kind of return from it. There's a different kind of energy at the top, a positive energy. You feel that every time you get there. When we see people who have somehow managed to fulfill their highest potential, it can get inspiring to want to do the same for yourself. There is nothing worse than untapped potential living inside you, which is why as humans, we are encouraged to take risks. Whenever you find yourself feeling stuck and not moving, there's something there worth looking at. Sometimes it might mean that we are looking at things from a very limited perspective and the only time that we will ever get stuck in life is when we are stuck on a perspective that is no longer serving us. There is a risk that you could dedicate years of your life to something and come up empty-handed, yes, One of my favorite quotes from Ray Dalio is that while we can have virtually anything we want, we cannot have everything we want. This is one of the interesting experiences and personal battles that we will all have to come to terms with. 
This is why your reasons for going after certain things have to be strong. You must question why. Well, why am I choosing to go after this career or job or degree or person or living situation? This is when you begin to shed all of these layers and have these perfect moments of clarity where you're able to then just go after what it is that you want and you become limitless and unstoppable. We will all make mistakes during the course of our lives here. The thing about mistakes is that they allow us to gather lessons. You learn how to take certain situations and failures and do your best to turn them around. Especially when you decide to try something new or different, you know that you are probably not going to make it successfully your first time. There will be problems and you have to solve them because your life depends on it. So that gives you a little bit of confidence in many other aspects of life because if you come up against something similar, you can always reapply the lesson and try a different technique or try again or maybe use a different approach. Along the way, this journey of life, we will fail over and over and over because failing is a part of the process of learning and it is a necessary part of learning. The most important thing is not failing, but knowing how to get back up and continuing the journey that is geared toward growth and evolution. Along the journey, we will undeniably have to face our own individual obstacles. Life on earth can be full of obstacles. Sometimes this can come in the form of people, you know, people who will challenge our perspectives or mirror to us our greatest fears. At some point, every individual will meet their match. And this is not necessarily a bad thing. It is certain that the people and situations that challenge us the most are the ones that will help us grow To be able to face these challenges head on, we must dig deeper into ourselves and find our hunger to prevail for victory. You see, healthy competition is good. It can push anyone toward greatness. Adversity in our lives can come from many different situations. It can be growing up in poverty and having to battle a mindset of scarcity It can be having to fight your way through the isms in society, such as racism and sexism and classism and tribalism and whatnot. It can be living in a restrictive environment or an environment filled with violence and turmoil. These are factors that cannot be denied and each individual will have to choose to overcome these barriers that may hinder them from getting to where they want to be. Sometimes we must be willing to look above some of these things and understand that as long as we can visualize where and who we want to become, there is nothing and no one that can hold us back. We may not be able to control the happenings of the outside world, but we can control our inner world and how we respond or react. 
sometimes the harder you try to achieve something, the more you struggle, the more you suffer, the more value you place on it. You just have to make these decisions about what kind of person you want to be in the world. And if you are motivated to overcome these barriers yourself and inspire others to do the same. Life has been around for millions of years. When we choose to individually embark on a journey of self-discovery and exploration, there are factors that we must each consider. For some people, fear is a form of self-preservation. They analyze each situation in terms of what the risk brings and what the potential rewards are. When you decide to leave your hometown in pursuit of something greater or more fulfilling, you're leaving behind what you have known and entering into the void or the unknown. So with fear, you really have to be able to separate whether it is justified or not. Whether it is just your mind running away from itself and playing tricks on you, or if you are actually in danger. And if you are, what does that mean and how will you try to mitigate that? Now, danger is real. Fear is not. Fear is an emotion, not necessarily a weakness though. It is an emotion that must be overcome if we are to get to where we are looking to get to. So you must ask yourself, is this a rational fear or is it just this human instinct and emotion playing with me that says, it's not normal to go after your dreams and visions and goals? As I stated in the beginning of this episode, we still have that primal fear that we must learn how to turn off. And especially when you are in the heat of the moment, it can be difficult to separate the two. You can be convinced that you are in danger even if you are not. This is something that many people struggle with where they get really afraid and either they or someone else needs to talk themselves down and tell them that they are fine and that they are safe. At some point in our lives, we will have to face our mortality. We will all die someday. This is the truth. I have seen death come out of the blue and just take away life in the most innocuous of situations. Being with someone and then them just being gone is a really powerful experience. Illness is another thing that most people have to come to terms with. When you have those moments in life, you realize how precious life is. You do not take it for granted and you want to make the most of it. You want to live in the moment every day and treat every moment with meaning and purpose. This makes me want to live every day as though it were my last. Most people do not want to die before their time, myself included. I want to live and I'm certain that you do too. We all want to live a life of meaning and a life that provides us with experiences and stories and adventure. There is a very fine line between life and death and most people don't like to talk about it, but we must. This is the one thing that we all share, everything in this world, both man and animal. No matter who you are or what you do, 
nobody can survive death once their time is up so personally i would rather live a long fulfilling and happy life what about you that said there are risks that we must be willing to take in order to live a really fulfilled life part of this game of living is about setting challenges for yourself and trying to achieve them oftentimes if you achieve them easily even if it's a very difficult objective it's not that rewarding forget about the world's perceptions and their expectations by setting challenges for yourself you are shattering your own perceptions constantly the process of self discovery and exploration is a process of acquiring new knowledge about yourself and learning new skills this is a unique trait that is present in all human beings our ability to learn and imagine and to dream and then to explore those imaginations and those dreams we all have this ability i have this and you do too i hope that there never comes a day when i wake up and don't have energy to live or to try new ideas and new things because that is what makes life worth living once we stop dreaming and visualizing and taking steps to get to where we want to be in life then that is when life can get boring and the emotional spiral begins going downwards instead of upwards devolving instead of evolving Unfortunately, there are those who get addicted to accomplishment and achievement where it does not really matter what they build or what they accomplish. Enough is never enough. For some people, what they have is not the most important thing to them, but the process of acquiring what they get. And while we must enjoy the process of getting to where we want to be, it is important not to fall into the trap of reducing every goal or accomplishment into a single feeling. For some people it's the short-term pleasure and thrill that they get from winning or getting the next deal, where making the next sale or getting a million in the bank or producing the next chart-topping album matters more than anything else. As I mentioned before, life is about making decisions. And at some point we have to be willing to find balance in all aspects of our lives. Life happens in phases. There are moments where you will need to spend a part of your life just filling your own fuel tank. You need to spend a lot of time being introspective and thinking about yourself and your experiences. At some point you will also need to spend part of your life trying to serve others for the right reasons many people who get to the top are unsatisfied because they sacrificed a lot of things in the process to getting there some people end up so exhausted that they cannot even continue to enjoy life some people work themselves to illness and others even neglect their families and partners some unfortunately in the process of trying to acquire more things they lose their lives every choice matters there is no such thing 
as a small choice because every choice holds within it a non-event or a life-changing event. Some small decisions can have massive consequences and this is true of everyday life, but it is so much clearer when we choose to embark on a journey of growth and self-exploration. Every day, you have to weigh your choices knowing that there are no right answers, but there are wrong answers. So, to end this, I wanted to emphasize that as humans, we cannot hide from risk. We cannot hide from death either. It is inherent in life, and we are here to live. We will all have to leave this planet someday. You should not be afraid of life. You should not have to live in fear because before you know it, you will be old and you will die anyway. But it is definitely good to try and live and get old before you depart the earth. Without the lows, we do not have the highs. And you are where you are today because of the acts and decisions and processes that happen to you to get to this stage. None of us has our life all mapped out. We all must do what we need to do to get out from where we are to where we want to be. This is what you can do, what I can do, because we are in this position. We have been given the ability to do so much for ourselves and others. You know, this should give you the energy you need to look beyond yourself and know that much of life is happening to you for you.